humans are weird. Just really, they're strange, very fascinating beings. There's so many times that we know the answers, yet however simplistic they are, we seem to make the solutions to most of our problems the most complex thing that we can think of in our imaginations. So many people want to know how to lose weight. So much people want to know how to get in shape. So much people want to know how to get a great date. But when it comes to actually becoming fit, we will pretend like we need to learn the new fanciest diet. We'll pretend like we don't know what to eat. But realistically, everybody knows how to get in shape. You eat less and you work out. But no matter how simple this is, we like to complicate it. Maybe we lose weight in three months. Maybe we lose weight in six months. But two years later, we again find ourselves putting on weight and we don't understand why we complicate things. Trading is very similar. You know, a lot of people are listening to this podcast. Maybe you have been interested in trading. Maybe you have yourself started trading. Maybe you've been a successful trader for over a year, two years, or maybe even three years. One of the biggest tendencies that we have, especially as investors or traders, is once we are successful at something, we want to complicate it so badly. The biggest tip I have for you, for you know, the experienced trader or the experienced investor, is just stay simple, stupid. I remember really getting into investing in this YouTube world. There were so many videos that, you know, they would talk about. I want to name a specific podcast or specific YouTube channels, but I don't because I don't want to like start this random beef with other YouTube YouTubers or podcasters. But the things that I think is very unhelpful to an investor is we have this tendency to always look for the newest investing trading trend, right? So, We would listen to people and their weird investing strategies. Some person would be like, well, what I like to do is I like to buy bonds and then sell bonds and then, you know, use that money to invest in the Japanese currency rate and then use that to buy European stocks. And, you know, we like to hear all these crazy different derivatives that other people are investing in saying, then we think to ourselves, maybe that is what I need to do to be investor. Maybe that is what I need to invest in if I want to make millions of dollars and You don't need to do any of that. You see, to be a great investor, you need to keep it simple. You need to stick to what works. And you need to do that for a consistent period of time. So whether that is buying ETFs and getting that market average rate of 8% for the S&P 500, or buying the NASDAQ ETFs, or maybe you want to diversify your portfolio into different assets, buy some bonds, buy some real estate, all of these things. But once you learn the formula, never stare off of it. The formula barely changes and it does very minutely, so you don't have to ever reinvent the wheel. One of the biggest things that I find myself doing is this tendency to, you know, wanting to learn more. 
the tendency to wanting to invest in a bigger amount of industries that I know nothing about. One of my biggest investments in 2018, 2019 was Facebook. And while the Cambridge Analytica scandal was going on and Facebook stock went from around like 180 to like 130. Me, someone who intimately knows the company like Facebook, who has a very great understanding of social media, I knew 100 percent Facebook was going to rebound. And that's why today it's at 220 and I probably made over a 50 percent return on like one of my biggest portfolio positions just from that one company. And the reason why with such certainty I knew that Facebook was going up is because I understand that people who say they didn't like Facebook, which again was turning out to be a majority of people, they were still using Facebook's products. Matter of fact, people were saying that they are never use Facebook again while they were on Instagram which guess what is owned by Facebook. People were using Facebook's products and technically they didn't even realize the hypocrisy of men never outlasts or outstands me. I can't even think, think of the phrase. However, when it comes to a different company, you know, talking to my girl, she mentions this one company that Rihanna um, owns. <laughs> it's Louis V. No, so sorry, Louis V. Um, they have a stock, Louis V. I forgot what the whole thing stands for. Um, Moet Hennessy, I think it says L V M H, I believe. Um, but they own Rihanna's company Fenty. So she's like, Yo, yo, Stewie, you should like check this out. You know, this company could be really good. So I go to their company and I look at their um, stock ticker, and this LVMH company literally doubled in the year they just had this big purchase of a jewelry company called jewelry companies called tiffany everyone's kind of heard of the company tiffany but lvmh bought tiffany that's how ridiculously huge this company is and just doing that and seeing them doubled in the in the year i honestly have no idea how they did it i have no idea why their stock doubled that much and i have no idea why it's valued so high i really don't and of course me being a finance person i can go into the financials and go compare the pe ratio to the market comparables in that industry and i can go look at the eps and all that good stats and then look at their assets and debt um, you know, positions, see if they're over leveraged and see their market capitalization and see their EBITDA ratios. And it goes on and on and on and on. I can do all of these super advanced calculations and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, that was never my financial investing strategy. So why would I do that now? I am a firm believer that the the knowledge that you understand about a company um if you're investing on a passive basis, will perform well enough that it doesn't need these deep financial deep dives. Of course, if you're trying to get that super returns and you're trying to average a 30% return a year, sure, go for it, invest uh, all your time in learning how to invest. But if you're just the average investor who's just investing a little bit of his money, wants to get the market return of 8%, then doing a deep dive on LVMH and convincing yourself that it's a great company to buy is a great way to find yourself buying a company like, I don't know, 
GE and watching it go down all the way to zero or buying Snapchat, um, you know, right after IPO and watching your investment go down before it ends up rebounding, right? Keep it simple. Don't overcomplicate things and don't ever fall for the hype of something. If it doesn't make sense to you, then it's probably not part of your future marketing investing plan. And as you get better at investing and you fall in love with this passion, don't let that passion destroy you in your goal to build more wealth for yourself. Don't let that passion lead you to over learning in exotic derivative assets that cause you to make some really speculative investing decisions because you feel like you're an expert after a week of YouTube videos. Become more concrete and believe more in your philosophy of how to be a great investor over time. And I promise you, flight crew, if you do that and if you keep it simple, stupid, they got to bring that KISS acronym back because it is literally standing the test of time. If you keep it simple, stupid, then trust me, you can always expect that 8% return for the rest of your life. And... The as always, flight crew, the best, most brightest investors are the uneducated ones because the uneducated, the uneducated investor, they never stop learning. Woo! That was a mouthful. My mouth is dry. But if you found that impressive, give this a five star review on iTunes, and of course, share this on Twitter. I'm always there tweeting out weird stuff that you probably look at me very strangely for. And we, flight crew, have to take off.